what is up everybody it is episode 36 of it sports us we are so happy you're here today my name is christine i am your average joe schmo when it comes to sports knowledge and i am here to ask all the questions that you would have at home and I am Sarah, your self-proclaimed sports expert, and I am here to answer all of the questions Christine has, but hopefully all of those questions that you have at home. And today, very similar to last week, we are talking about a topic or a sport that um, I'm not a pro at, so I definitely had to do quite a bit of research just to kind of learn the basics, just to teach you guys, but but it's going to be so much fun because this is, I swear, like eight out of 10 people's favorite thing to watch during the Olympics. Yes, it is. And we have a little bit, I do have a little bit of experience actually playing the sport or doing the sport, Christine. And I know you do too. And we'll have to show <laughs> some of the old pictures of you and I doing it when we were kids. So what are we talking about today? Are you ready? Without further ado, we are talking about three, two, one, swimming. <laughs> Obviously, like Christine said, this is one of the most watched sports in the Olympics. And we're doing kind of an Olympic series for you guys. If you haven't listened to our Olympics 101 um, episode, go back and listen. It just kind of hits all the high level points of the Olympics. But like we told you guys at the end of that episode, we want to take really the big sports that you're interested in, maybe some small ones that, you know, absolutely nothing about. And we're going to take them, digest them, give y'all everything that you need to watch them. Um, and that way, you know, you know, okay, how many everything. laps are they? Yeah. How many laps are they swimming? What um, what stroke are they swimming? What are the rules of that stroke? Things like that. So that being said, we're talking swimming today, but this is going to be, um, the first of many in this series. So y'all keep telling us what sports in the Olympics that you want to hear about, and we'll keep talking about them. Definitely. So we said that we were talking swimming. So Sarah, what is swimming? Yeah. So I looked at, this is just like the Webster dictionary definition of swimming. Swimming is an individual or team racing sport that requires to requires the use of one's entire body to move through water. The sport takes place in pools or in open water. So, so like if you're just floating around in the water, soaking up the rays, that's not technically considered swimming. No, because the race aspect is very, very important in that definition. Um, yes. And so, there are four strokes that make up swimming. So yes. what are they? Yeah. So there's backstroke, breaststroke, butterfly, and freestyle. And I remember that you <laughs> used to be actually really good at butterfly. I will, I'll never forget because I was God awful. And I mean, <laughs> like I could barely even get my arms out. I'm pretty sure just the palms touched like the tips of the water to like bring me forward. Yes. It's a very difficult stroke. Okay. So let's run through each stroke and kind of tell everybody what they are. So very simply backstroke is the one that they do on their back. You are doing this on your back and you're kicking. And the hardest part is really just staying afloat. I mean, the amount of times that you <laughs> want to sink and your back and only your head wants to stay above water. <laughs> I'm only speaking 
from experience. My mom and my, so Christina and I grew up on the swim team. You guys, we would swim. I think we learned how to swim on the swim team. Maybe, we, maybe three even years younger. old. We joined. Yes. The swim team. We learned to swim when we were like, yes, we were on a swim team when we were three years old and my mom, I have uh, go figure. I'm like the most competitive human being have been since birth. Whereas Christine is just, I mean, she's competitive, but you were, I guess in the pool, like la -da 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 -da. Oh, actually, so I was always competitive, but I just didn't really show my competitiveness. Like Sarah did. I oh. internalized it. So mom <laughs> said whenever it came time to do a 25 freestyle, which is just to the end, like one stroke down the pool and then you're done. And we'll talk she, about that in a minute too. Yep. She said I would jump off and not breathe. I would just swim as hard as I could <laughs> and swim and swim and swim. And I was just going as fast as I could. And then all of a sudden, like I would run out of air. So I would start sinking. She <laughs> said I would like start coming up for air and I would just slowly start sinking. That's and right. <laughs> She said all because she could see where my big brown eyes, like looking up at her. Like, <laughs> I can't, breathe. I can't breathe. Oh my gosh, Christine. That's hysterical. That's right. I, for some reason had in my mind that you tried to swim backstroke and like your feet would. Well, I, I mean that too. I wasn't good at any of the strokes. Mm -hmm. so freestyle. I just would end up sinking because I wouldn't breathe. Cause I was so focused on wanting to get down first. And then backstroke, obviously, so backstroke, you're on your back. So I was breathing the whole time, but I couldn't figure out how to keep my feet in the air. So I was literally like this in the water. <laughs> like this. <laughs> here's your head. Here are your feet. You were, here's the water. You were underneath of the water. Yeah, only my face was above water. Like my, <laughs> my arms were barely making it above water. I just <laughs> was not the best at the strokes and swimming. Okay. So anyways, backstroke. We told you breaststroke, also known as the froggy stroke for those of you that are like, what are they doing? It, they, it's different than a lot of the other strokes because you're almost, it's part of the stroke to take a breath each time, but right. your legs are kicking like frogs. Then there's butterfly, which is both hands or both arms out of the water at the same time. And your body is doing a dolphin kick. By far the hardest stroke. I know I wasn't good at the other ones, but butterfly is by far the You hardest. can always pick out a butterfly athlete because they're yoked. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, swimmers are normally yoked, but butterfly, when they swim butterfly for sure, they're like absolutely yoked. Yeah, yeah, I know they are. Okay, but and then the last one is freestyle, which is the standard stroke. You swim like this, your feet kick like this, and... Yeah, it's the most common one. So, so how does one make the Olympics? Yeah, so you basically swim your entire life like us. You start at three years old, but you don't stop like we did. And <laughs> you swim competitively. And then you have to qualify for the Olympic trials. So the Olympic trials is where you can qualify for the Olympics. So get this, Christine. Only the top two times in each event makes the Olympic trials. Oh, wow. So, so they're saying the top two times in the event out of everybody make the Olympics for the, for is, the U S is there an age group? 
I guess not, huh? No, there's no age group. I mean, some of these guys I want to say are like very young. Like some of them are like 21, but I feel like I was watching it and they were like 18 years old. Yeah. So I think I mean, you have to be at least 18. Yeah. Yeah. But there's no Simone like age. Is only Well, she's like old now for the Olympics. She's 23, but yeah, like, but she's a gymnast she was in her prime whenever she was like 18. Yeah. Yeah. So they go to the Olympic trials and they're separated into two heats. So there's, um, or into two different events. So there was the first event, which was, um, you know, competitive athletes. But then there's the second event, which was all of the elite athletes, which they assumed were going to make the Olympics. Right. And so they have prelims and then they have finals, but in all of the events that are under 200 meters, they have semifinals. And I assume I didn't really look up why, but I assume it's because the margin of winning in those shorter events is so small Mm-hmm. that they have, they can't just break it into, all right, here's this big group of, let's say, you know, 24 people. And now we have eight, they do 24 people and then they do 16 people and then they do eight and then they do two. Wow. So only two people per event. I know. Isn't that insane? Okay. But there is a, there is um, an exception, which is for the team relays. So Oh, you don't want so to watch. Yeah. So you don't qualify as a, as a team in the team relay. You, if you finish in the top six in the 100 and the 200 free events, then you earn a spot in the team freestyle relay. Got it. So when you say 100 and 200 events, you're talking length, right? Oh, meters. Yes. Okay. Which brings me to the pool. So thank you for bringing that up. Um, the swimming pool, an Olympic pool has 10 lanes. I did not know this. This is so shocking to me that I never noticed this. So I knew that each heat had eight swimmers, right? So you always see, they'll have the graphics. They'll show you lanes one through eight. They they always have like the flag of where the flag. That's right. Yep. And, um, they typically put, I think the best swimmer in lane five, and then they go out from there. So like the worst swimmers are in like the, the like last two lanes. Sarah, it was us. That yeah, was we, were- <laughs> we were always in the far right lane. <laughs> we were always Christine we were the and slow I- lane. That Christine makes- and I swam in high school, mainly after I stopped playing um, basketball for my high school. I played just like rec basketball and we were like, all right. Let's, let's just stay in shape and do it for fun. Let's just stay in shape and do it for fun. And yes, there were so many people on our high school swim team that they basically needed people to volunteer to not swim at the meets. And Christine, you remember, we were like, oh yeah, we're just here us. to get it. We, we volunteer. It's we us. Volunteer yeah. We'll just, tribute. we'll be here every single night to practice, but we do not need to compete in the meets because Lord knows we are not nearly as fast as everybody else that was on our team. No, no. And honestly, we obviously, we don't like being bad either. So True. like in a competitive situation, I was just like, please don't make me swim. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna ask you right now. Just don't make me swim in the meat. Don't make me swim in the meat. Okay. Oh, a meat is the game. 
Okay. Yes. Good point. That is, I don't even have that in my notes, but a meet is like when you, it's like the competition stage. It's like, so like if you show up to a football game, it's the same thing as showing up to a swim meet. Swim meet. Yes. Okay. Christine, look at you. I love that. Okay. So back to the pool, the pool is 10 lanes. Okay. So here was what I was shook about pool, right? 10 lanes. The outside two lanes are unoccupied vacant. Why? Um, I guess it just helps with the turbulence of the water. Oh, turbulence. That's something I never thought of. Yeah. So, okay. Is it so harder to swim next to all these people? Like, or like, do the people on the outside have a, um, an advantage? No, I don't think so. Because the lane lines, I learned this too, also stop the wake. So, okay. So each lane is almost eight feet wide. Right. And I thought the lane lines were used just to separate the lanes. Right. But they're made and designed to stop the wake from going into the next what? lane. Isn't that crazy? I've never known this. I know, I know. Thank it is God for its sports. Am I, I, I right? I know. Seriously, it's amazing. Okay, so each lane is eight feet two inches wide. The pool itself is 50 meters long. Mm-hmm. And um the pool is six feet seven inches deep and is 82 feet across. Okay. So it's big. It is a big pool. Yes. So back to the 50 meters long, because that's really what y'all need to focus on and how they're going to label all the different events. You'll see 50, 100, 200, 400, 800. And if you don't know what those are, those are going to be all variables of 50 that tell you how many laps, how many lengths of the pool these swimmers are going to be swimming of that specific stroke. Right. So like a 1000 meter race would be. Yeah. So like they're the longest one is the 1500 freestyle. And now I need to do math, Christine. Thank you very much. That's why I paused and I was waiting for you to fill in because I didn't want to do the math. So that would be 30 lengths of the 50 meter pool. So it's there and back 30 times, 30 times. That is ridiculous. Yeah, I know. I know I keep going back to our experience, but do you remember whenever we would just be done with like a two hour practice, we were ravenous for I was talking to mom about this the other day and I was like, mom, do you remember when Chris, cause our practices were late. They started at eight o'clock, didn't they? I think. Yeah, I think it was like seven to nine 30 or something ridiculous on a school night on a school night. And so we would call mom on our way home and we would be like, mom, we're starving. And she would make us like this gigantic platter of food and we would eat all of it at nine 30 at night and then wake up or, and then go to sleep and wake up and do it all again the next day. It's crazy though, swimming the amount of calories that you actually burn because I was hungry all the time. Like yeah. I ate, we ate so much right before bed and then woke up still hungry. Yeah. Hungry again. I know it's ridiculous. So I remember when Michael Phelps, so Michael Phelps has since retired. So this is the first year that you will not see him at the Olympics, which is very sad. Um, but I think Ryan Lochte is back this year. Oh, remember he had his own TV show. Yeah. And he was squad. You know what I'm talking about? He's a total idiot. Wait, 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 wait. What was it called? Uh, oh, I forget what it was called. It was in Charlotte. Was it really? He practiced, he, he, um, trained at a quad. 
At the no 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 the bubble was where we no that I was, was like you're kidding no the aquatic center in Uptown though where we would have our meets yeah that's, that's crazy. where he would that's where he trained and oh, he lived oh, it was called what would Ryan Lochte do ew that was the name of his show what would Ryan Lochte do yeah that was the name of his show and he's a total idiot Sarah have you heard him talk Christine I've met him in person you did. I went to Oak Room one night. This was a while back. Oak Room has been lit. I went to Oak Room one night. Don't Google it for those of you that aren't from Charlotte. If you are from Charlotte, don't judge me. This was a different time in my life. <laughs> and I knew this guy who was like, they had the table, like, I don't know if it was behind or in front of the DJ booth. But I, the, he was like, come up here, come up here. And it was like me, Yesenia, and I think Lauren was with me and it was Ryan Lochte's table. And so there were the three of us and Ryan Lochte had, I'll never forget. It looked like, you know, bars, uh, but, but bars are, is that his name? Bowser, Bowser. He had the turtle shell with all the spikes on it. Yes. Bowser. Bowser. Those were Ryan Lochte's. That's what his shoes looked like. They looked like turtle shells with like a bunch of spikes on them. And I literally was like aggressive, gross, but he did pour me a couple of drinks. He was nice and it was very loud. So I didn't get to hear his dumb, dumb, dumb mouth talk very much, but it was a good time. It was fun. And I met him in person. So that's kind of that cool. Sarah, that's cool. I, that's a story I never knew about you. I never knew you right. met Ryan Lochte. Yes. I, I met Ryan Lochte. Though, he's coming back to the Olympic games this year. He's a great swimmer. He doesn't really need a brain to be a good Olympic swimmer. Right. So <laughs> I'm excited to watch him. I know me too. So yes. So, okay. I'm going to run through all the different events very quickly for you guys, just so you know, and then next to it, I'm going to tell you how many lengths of the pool that is 50 freestyle. This is an all out sprint, right? This is one length of the pool. That's it. And it's like the times are going to be within like milliseconds of each other. Like they're going to be so freaking close. So if that would be the time that you just don't breathe. Yes. You just, <laughs> ah, and you're swimming to the end. Yeah. Okay. Then there's a hundred freestyle, which is two lengths, 200, four, um, 408, 800, 16 and 1500. Like we said is 30. Got it. And then, um, so they have the most events in freestyle. Um, mm -hmm. like I said, that's the most popular stroke, but they also have backstroke, breaststroke, butterfly, and what's called an individual medley, um, shortened. You'll hear them call it an IM mm -hmm. and it's, they have it a 200 and a 400 and the individual medley is a combination of all four strokes. So one I love watching the medleys, I know me too. So one person swims all four strokes. And even though it is, so the 200 individual medley is 50 meters of each stroke. So one length of each stroke, the 400 individual medley is two lengths of each stroke. So um, it's not like you'll see the 200 IM. It's not four lengths of the pool for each stroke. It's total of all the strokes. Does that make and, sense? Yep. That makes sense. And it goes in order. So it's always oh. fly, 
then back, then breast, then freestyle. Yes, absolutely. So they, they dive in, they start with butterfly, then it's to backstroke, then it's to breaststroke, then it's to freestyle. Um, so those are the individual medleys, but they also have team medleys too. And that's going to be in the Olympics. Like I said, they, um, they'll have team relays, which are qualified at the Olympic trials, um, in the individual freestyle events. So there's the 400 free relay, the 800 free relay. And then there is, um, the 400 medley relay, and these are for males and females. So the individual list that we just had, the males swim those events. So do the females. And then the team relays, it's all male teams, all female teams. And it's fun to watch too, because it's like they, each person on the team is designated to that, to that stroke. So it's like a relay race. So they swim, you know, whoever's first, they do their butterfly and then they come back and then they tag the next person and they do their backstroke. Okay. So here's the difference. So the IM is uh, the individual medley is butterfly backstroke, breaststroke freestyle, Uh but the team relay is set up and structured a little bit differently. And the reason being is because if they started with butterfly, then when they come back and tag, they can't dive in and do backstroke. Does that make sense? They start with backstroke. They start with backstroke. Yep. So that. it's, yep. it's back breast fly free. Right. Okay. Got it. So it is, um, a little bit of a different setup than the IM is, but what's really cool this year, Christine, and I saw this whenever I was watching track, um, Olympic trials, they're going to have a mixed medley relay and it is brand new in the 2021 Olympics. I saw that. What is it? It's a mix of two men and two women from each country. So they'll still be swimming all four strokes. And the same order. So back breast fly free, but you're going to have, instead of having all of one gender and all of another gender, so all female and all male, they're going to have two females and two males. And then that team gets to decide whoever, like they don't have, they're not forced to go male, female, male, female. If the team, whatever order they want, whatever order they want. So like a female could be racing a male in freestyle. Like it doesn't, it doesn't have any order. You get to choose how fun. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. So the team gets to choose, but, um, I did want to touch on the swimsuits just very quickly because I think over the years they have changed a lot. And Christine, you're probably scrolling through my notes. Like, oh my gosh, did you really need to take this many notes on swimsuits? But the short of it, I know the short of it is the like past would be the less that these swimmers would wear. Like this was like in the early years of swimming, right? Probably when we started in like the nineties, it was like the less clothing, the speedos. Yes. The more, like more skimpy, the better, right? They would shave their entire bodies and they would wear like these tiny little speedos. The women would wear, um, you know, one pieces that were like this big and would like shove themselves into them. But over the years, it's kind of morphed into these bodysuits. And 
FINA, which is the International Swimming Federation, banned certain types of swimsuits. So there was a period in like the early 2000s where you would see pretty much like men wearing like full length pants and like over the shoulder, like they looked like wrestling outfits, but like they were to, to their ankles. Right. Right. Um, so they ban those now men can only wear jammers, which are long shorts and women can wear basically jammers with shoulder straps. So they can obviously cover their boobs, but interesting. So do they, I'm assuming they ban them because it gives them the advantage because I mean, I guess the more spandex you're wearing, the more water repels off you. I mean, there's, I guess, be yeah, they said that, that it just gave, cause people started like adding like plastics to, and like different rubbers to their suits that would, you know, make them faster. I don't know the science Cheaters. behind it. Yes. Just know that they will be wearing, men will be wearing, wearing jammers, which are shorts, long shorts. Women will be wearing basically jammers with, um, suspenders suspenders. Oh yeah. Christine, there you go. Suspenders. Perfect. What about, so what about the goggles? Is there any cool science behind their goggles? Um, I mean, they usually are fog list of some kind. There's Um, nothing worse than diving into the water and getting an eye full of water. Yes, I know. So they make sure that they're like perfectly fit into their eye sockets. Suction cups. Yes. Suction cups. They're they're usually probably like falling over their goggles because they're on so tight. I wanted to wear my goggles and my swim cap on this so badly, but you know, we're like in the middle of moving. And so all of my try stuff is at the new house and I couldn't find it. I know. So anyways, the goggles are the most, like you literally see somebody in their goggles and they look like a bug. It's ridiculous. But yes, to Christine's point, if you dive in and they fall off, there is literally nothing worse. You've just given yourself a bad omen. It's like impossible to finish the race. It ruins everything. Stop. Yeah. You can't stop. It ruins everything. But so, also like same with the cap. So like these swimmers, you'll see they wear caps, which is rubber. It's like a rubber helmet they put over and they just, they took all their hair and it's skin tight. Yes. Because especially as a woman, I mean, obviously the water repels, I'm sure it gives them an advantage to go a little faster, but also, I mean, whenever I would forget my cap to swim practice, my hair was a freaking rat's nest after because I the- know. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. definitely it's definitely for like being quicker. The cap is, but what I found out during this whole research thing is a lot of these professional swimmers and these elite swimmers will wear one cap to tuck their hair in goggles and then another cap so that their goggles stay in place and that they, I know how genius that is kind of genius. Although it kind of gives me a headache just thinking about it. Oh, I know. Definitely a lot I of can't pressure. Even- can't even wear like a hair tie for long, for too long because my head starts to hurt. Yeah. So I did before we hop off, Christine, just want you guys, I mean, besides the strokes, besides the lengths, besides, you know, what to look out for, who qualifies, there are, you know, a couple of rules besides just the technique with swimming. Um, and the main rules come with flip turns Mm-hmm. and touches. So if you okay. remember, Christine, there are two strokes that you have to touch the wall with two hands. Do you remember what they are? Yeah. Brush stroke and, um, backstroke butterfly. I was going to say butterfly. <laughs> 
So breaststroke and butterfly, you have to touch the wall each time with two hands. Freestyle and backstroke, you only have to touch once, which is why during freestyle and backstroke, you can flip turn. So you can flip and then push off the wall and then go into your next lap. But breaststroke and butterfly, you don't flip turn, you touch turn and push off the wall. Yeah. Remember whenever I said that butterfly was my worst stroke ever, it's because I never did it, which is why I didn't know you had to touch with two hands. Oh, <laughs> yes. You have to touch with two hands. And then another thing that you'll see, um, as I mean, the Olympic swimmers are not going to not touch with two hands. Um, yeah, you won't see them get DQ for nature. that, but I will say the most common mistake will be false starts. Um, mm-hmm. which I wonder, I wonder if you get DQ'd for false starting. Oh gosh. And it's so hard because like, whenever you're like ready to go, you're like anticipating that whistle so hard, but the most common is during those relays, right? So you are, you'll see these swimmers when, um, so on the relays, let's say it's a 200 relay, right? So the swimmer is coming up these swimmers that's on the block. So the swimmer that's waiting for the swimmer in the water to touch the wall, will do a full like arm circle and like, looks like the it's diving or they're diving off the block before the swimmer in the water is touching the wall, but they have it timed to a science. But that said, sometimes they do jump a little early and they will get penalized for it and get DQ'd. So be on the lookout for it. So other than touching and starting, are there any other rules? Touching, starting technique. You just have to keep your technique. I mean, you can't, you know, touch the lane. You can't go in another person's lane. Can't touch the bottom. Um, no, I mean, that's pretty much it there. I mean, backstroke, you'll see, um, they do do flip turns, but you remember the, they see the flags and then they flip over, do their flip turn and yes. then get back into the stroke. You can that's only take one freestyle stroke, um, once you flip over, so they can't get a better advantage by flipping over sooner and doing like multiple freestyle strokes before they jump into their flip turn. Does that make sense? That's a good point, Sarah. Yeah. yeah. So I would always uh, hate doing a flip turn too. I would always get water up the nose. Oh, I love flip turns. I'm good, at, good them at them. I'm I, really good at flip turns. If I you don't couldn't know tell why. from this episode, you guys, swimming was not my best sport. <laughs> swimming, I enjoyed. I was never really good at it. Volleyball, just one sport that I could just never get the hang of, but I'm still working on it because I yeah, think it's fun. me too. Me too. But that wraps up this week's episode of It's Sports Sis. We love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. We're Make back sure- on Apple. Apple. <laughs> Make sure you give us five stars, please. That's why we do so well. It's because of you guys giving us five stars and giving us reviews. So you're the best. And make sure you follow us on Instagram. Subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.